here with Joel, my co-host, and welcome to Hot Takes, a weekly, bi-weekly, 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 yeah. a bi-weekly uh, podcast where we review TV shows, movies, and games. And today we're going to be reviewing Dune, discussing, uh, discussing. We're going to be yeah. discussing Dune 2022, right? Not One. the. 2021? Yeah, I oh, came really? out November last year, yeah. Oh, right, because it, it won, like, what, four or five Oscars? It won the most Oscars. I know it won, uh, it won OG score, visual effects, editing, and amongst other things. Did it win any of, like, the major ones? I, what like are the major ones? No, like no, these are the ones I think. Stuff that they actually air? Yeah. <laughs> right? I think these are the ones that were off-cuff. Because uh, uh, we, we heard it, like, uh... We heard we saw the pageantry on the red carpet, and yeah. then they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, June won best editing." And like, oh, <laughs> you watch the Oscars? No, yeah, I, I, mean, I never yeah. watch the Oscars. Even though I'm like a film, not a buff, but like I watch movies. Yeah, like we watch movies. We're in in the mix. Right? Say. No. Yeah. Um. No, I've never. It's just you know. The awards, you know, it just seems like a boring pageant and stuff like that. Like, why would you want... To, it's like going to a wedding. Like, yeah. <laughs> why would you want to go to a wedding? It pretty much is, right? Like, yeah. other than... Uh, it's, it's like the Super Bowl. I, mm-hmm. I don't know offense on any football fans, but, like, I just... I'm there for the commercials and the, and the halftime really? show. Yeah. I don't, I don't I barely cared. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, like... Having the Super Bowl here in L.A. like it was... That was interesting. And then SoFi Stadium, this beautiful new stadium, they... That they displaced a whole bunch of people to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, other than that, I had like no interest oh, in that's it. That's fair, yeah. Even the commercials, it's like, how, why are you gonna pay $50 million? Like, no commercial you're gonna pay $50 million to air is gonna be worth the $50 million. <laughs> and they're always like, they're very try hardy. Mm-hmm. You know, they always try to grasp you and stuff like that. But, Doom. Dune, Dune, holy it's shit. A, it's about two hours and 30-some change. It seems longer. If, so what do you... <laughs> wait, where do you know the themes of what you're going to... So what do you think? What's your general impressions on it? All right, so let me just set up my day. <laughs> so when, when Ernesto texted me earlier uh, this week suggesting we watch Dune, the tw- well, first he suggested we watch both Dune. <laughs> the 1984 one with uh, Brian... Brian, no... Brian Lynch? Yeah, right? Uh, David Lynch? David Lynch. Uh, David Lynch. Yeah. Close oh. enough. <laughs> David Lynch directing, uh, and then the new one, 2021, uh, Dennis Villeneuve, yeah. whatever the fuck you say his last name, <laughs> directing. I was like, holy shit, man, that's going to be long. Because knowing that this one is long, and then the original one is even, it's probably just as long, or maybe a little shorter. But yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it. I convinced them to just do the Dune, the remake. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's just set it with one. I'm still down to watch uh, the, the the original, but like down the line. <laughs> you got your fill of yeah. Dune. <laughs> All right, so I went and I got the right amount of high to watch this movie. Oh, you watched it high? Hell yeah, I did. <sighs> Dang it. And what? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, you, thing you're yeah, about. that's fair. And <clears throat> I was pleasantly surprised yeah? of how much I enjoyed the film. Mm. Yeah, it was like the 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 scene that got me like. The opening, the movie is beautifully shot. It's very cinematic. It was very like he his budget was traveling because in one in one planet was like like forest and oceans and stuff like that, and then the next one it was like a desert. So most of his budget he spent on traveling, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the scene that got me was fairly early on, within like the first forty five minutes of the movie. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not sarcasm yeah. at all, but yeah, spoilers. Yeah, oh so right, just, this is a spoiler yeah. cast. Thank you. Spoilers, and um, the our main character Paul is. 
being tested when he discovers that he has like some sort of magic power, I guess you would say, the force. Yeah, to, I can, to put it in other words. Yeah, it's something. Uh, I, I I know the Dune series is a very uh, it's a it's a pillar of science fiction like pop yeah. culture, and yeah, the the voice seems akin to like the force. But in in Dune's the, world, the Dune books came out like ten years before. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and in uh, in the voice. Uh, it's it's more uh it's more controlling than the force i suppose yeah it's like it's like it's very in the movie it's, it's very commanding. it's very command it's very creepy right like echoes yeah it's like a mixture of voices i, I do it. like that they they modify the voice to f- to fit the pitch of the the languages that they encounter mm. like in the scene after the the one of the the climactic scenes of the movie where the mom and the son paul were being escorted out and he they knew that the mom had the powers because the lore goes that they only birth women. Yeah. But every once in a while, uh, one of them decides that she's going to birth the one, the chosen one, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going through. My- the Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, so he's still young. He's being trained. The movie opens up with, with him, like, being coached on how to use the, the voice, right? The yeah. voice properly. Yeah. And the mom signals, they use sign language. Yeah. Which is also... Interesting. Like, yeah. yeah. Very interesting choice. Like, they go through various languages, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one scene, he speaks Mandarin to uh, the doctor. For, for and I was like, yeah. whoa, that's great. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm positive. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a made-up language to me, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, yeah, he, you see where he, he struggles... First, to find the right, the correct pitch to be able to manipulate these people into doing his bidding. Yeah. Which is essentially what the, the, the voice is, right? You yeah, pretty much. You manipulate people to do your bidding. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, the mom is part of, I think, the best at, I forget the name, but it's best at something. And it's essentially the church. Right. Yeah, it's it's like, but more like akin to like the Illuminati. Right. Illuminati. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Illuminati slash church. Because so far, this is year was it 10,124 or something or other? And then, like, church and state are one. Mm-hmm. They're essentially the same thing at this point. And, yeah, and they're, they're teaching him on, on the voice. And it's, like, it's it's like a, it's something, like, I feel like kings and emperors would have. But he's yeah. just a, the duke's son. I was, you know what I was thinking a lot about this movie was going? Because, the par- yeah, the parallels between, like, a religion mm. and this, and this um, story are eerie. Yeah. To the sense, going back to where the old scene where every story has already been told. Yeah. Um, I got the sense that it was like a Crusades type of deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's very, I mean, even the fact that each uh, house has a planet mm-hmm. and that each planet has like a military force. Because yeah. uh, the whole lore, there's multiple great houses, which is akin to like Harry Potter, even before, right? <laughs> you know, like different, like this is house so and so. And it seems like this influenced writers then on yeah but uh yeah it's like the whole planet i'm just trying to rack my head the whole planet is owned by this one not family but like they're, whole, they're governed they're governed by the whole social structure like they yeah. have their own military they have their own like uh like servitors and stuff like that yeah yeah and oscar isaac his character uh, oscar isaac god damn that dude is <laughs> such a good actor he is so good very much so like the, i'm sorry i haven't seen him much I'm, I'm pretty sure he started way before than i know but i i watched him with star wars that's how mm. i got akin with him and then ex machina and he's very believable, multi- believable. <laughs> he's, multi- he's very uh, what's the word where you can have multiple acting 
he's very range. he has range, right? Yeah. And it seems like he's enjoying it. And Moon Knight recently, and he's pretty he's really good in Moon Knight. You've been watching Moon Knight, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing him in Body of Lies mm. with this Leonardo DiCaprio Russell Crowe movie that came out uh, back in two thousand eight. So, yeah, Ridley Scott directed, and it was really good. <laughs> Uh, that's one of my, my my favorite movies, Body of Lies. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Oscar Isaac is just... I'm kind of bummed that they killed his character. Yeah, in the most... Baller way in the most yeah. baller way, right? Although, it's, like, the next scene, it's like everything he did was just pointless. Cause yeah. Because he was back. Yeah, he just Which, pretty did, much... Do they really it. explain why? Uh, I don't, no, not really. Uh, maybe because all the layers of fat or something. Right? Maybe the ooze he was sleeping in is like some sort of regenerative. It, it's there's being sci-fi buffs, uh, Joel and I. There's a lots of parallels you can see from Star Wars with this. Like yeah. like the back to tank with Luke, right? He gets mm-hmm. his hand cut off. This dude gets poisoned, and then he's uh, he's in this. He's immersed in this uh, olive oil of ooze, and it's apparently healing him. Or so, just, yeah, but it's in the most grotesque and disgusting yeah. way, and it's just yeah. Did you the scene watching this movie? Did you get the sense that the actors got pissed a lot? I yeah <laughs> yeah. It, it's the kind of movie where uh, there's some point there's a lot of vista shots in this. Yeah, it, it reminds me of two thousand one Space Odyssey, but a little bit better in pacing. Oh, <laughs> Space Odyssey, like it's it's heralded as one of the greatest movies for its achievements and rightfully so but yeah. story wise yeah well, it, not necessarily story wise pacing wise pacing wise yeah it's oh uh, God, it it's holds long. like five minutes on like a scene but yeah this one it holds <laughs> a little bit like two minutes about yeah. halfway about, but uh oh gosh I lost my train of thought uh, the, <laughs> the ooze the yeah. ooze yeah his uh yeah we don't know how much he survived about that or maybe they have like multiples they download his body cause like yeah. the, the bad guy in the well like I guess the yeah, lesser I guess of the, evil. Yeah. <laughs> he he has like he's set up on like this dolly system, like carriage carriage thing that's like fused to his back and he moves around like that. Yeah. Which is like, huh. Yeah, which is a it is it is huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like, he floats up and it's like, oh gosh, that's weird. And it's funny though, it's like when the 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 minister of the empire or some shit went to go talk to him. He had like a t shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like wait, why does he have a t shirt? <laughs> but yeah, this movie was it caught me by surprise. Yeah. Like I said, I was just the right amount of high to uh, to really, <laughs> to really enjoy it, it. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was really skeptical, especially where a movie is a very it has a lot of awards, mm-hmm. right? And like the Oscars is it's the Oscars is the Oscars, right? So it's effectively. Uh, just a pat on the back. Yeah, it's just point. a bunch of rich people giving each other golden statues. Pretty much, yeah, golden yeah. stars. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I was very skeptical. <laughs> I was to the point where I was looking around, like, okay, why did this win best editing? And I'm like looking around, looking for trying to like, fight fault. In it. <laughs> right, like a you know, like a tiger dad with the sun. Right, why did he get an A? How did he get an A? But uh, I, I really appreciate the lore building and the world building in this, yeah. in this movie. It's something that it's not very uh, like handholdy. Mm. Like in most sci-fi stuff. Yeah. It, it lays the foundation for what the, the whole universe is in, in this story. And one of the things that I really like, like talking about lore building, was when uh, when they were still on, on their home planet, 
Paul was talking to the dad, and he was essentially saying that he wasn't sure if he wanted the the mantle as emperor or whatever of yeah, that duke, I think. Yeah, yeah of uh, that his house. Yeah, and then he's like, he explains to him how he, the emperor, didn't want it either. But when essentially that when great power, comes, yeah, <laughs> <that> <laughs> like machine, he's gonna yeah. die. Yeah, like, you know, he's a. Uh, yeah, he's in a in a galaxy, or I guess at this point, universe, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been like ten thousand years, yeah. And the universe that's been essentially looks like they've been robbed of some ounce of humanity. Because I think, oh my gosh, a lot of the, the <laughs> architecture, because it's uh, it's not really a bad guy, bad guy, like Joel said. There's a, a lesser of evils, yeah. And uh, we do get we see the Harokins with House Harokins, which is essentially the opposite of House Atreides, which is what the main character Alex house is, mm-hmm. and it's like very. Uh, industrial. There's a lot of metal. There's barely more, any landscape. More so like, um, fuck. What's Khan? What's his race? Oh, uh, no, not replicants. <laughs> this is completely... No, but you know what I'm saying, right? right. Like um, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Right. Khan. You know, like the Khan. His race. His mm-hmm. his race of people. It's mm-hmm. more like gritty and shit like that, rather yeah. than what you would consider class and sophisticated to some extent. The Federation. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, there are those those parallels in the dissimula- dissimilarity that mm-hmm. there are yeah. that exist in the, in the in the universe and um Batista yeah, he, but... he plays like their <laughs> was general or some shit yeah 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 general pretty much yeah, yeah pretty, it's pretty much it feels like it's the equivalent of Paul because you is have it? because you have the Baron which is the big dude yeah. uh Scarzard I would I would have I would have mm-hmm. akin to more to um to Josh uh, Brolin's character Josh Brolin yeah, that's true because he's training. Oh, but he feels like more like a lapdog, you know, because he's like the uncle. He's like connected to him through family ties. I don't know the yeah. relationship between Josh Brolin, but Josh Brolin's in it. Yeah, Thanos, and awesome. he's uh, as much as we saw him, he's yeah. alive, right? I I I <laughs> thought I had seen like survivors, mm. but. Like considering that the emperor wanted them dead, they pretty much nukes. Yeah, the whole <laughs> the whole place. Right, because they said that they they attack like ten civilizations at once. Right. Right, like the all across the planet. Yeah, across the planet. Yeah, so yeah. they had amassed a massive army. Yeah. So to Just like kill zone. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, another <laughs> thing. Another thing it parallels with. Um, yeah, I I I would like to. I would hope. Mm-hmm. I, at the beginning of the of the movie, I kind of felt like like um, Josh Brolin was going to be like that greed voice in Oscar Isaac's head mm-hmm. that was going to like warp his mind because right. warp his plan because Oscar Isaac lays out his plan what he wants to do with the with the planet yeah because like through generations or eons I guess you could say the the planet has been mined for what they call spice another yeah. fucking process <laughs> another psychoactive yeah. drug but it's actually essential for like space travel space travel some shit like that which boba fett <laughs> <laughs> right, right and um, and but the original plan for the planet was to tame it make it hospitable for it was supposed to be like this lush paradise right and the people i'm assuming the people who originally moved there were the ones who got fucked yeah and um where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. So his plan was to, instead of, like, act as conquerors, you know, unite right. with them. Right. And then potentially, like, take on the emperor. Yeah. But right. the emperor saw the writing on the wall. and Yeah, it's... Uh, from from what I've seen, yeah, it seems like House of Trade, at least Oscar, his character is fairly, like, loyal. But mm-hmm. the emperor 
is I don't know like everyone in power they're really they're afraid to lose it yeah which we don't know paranoid how, yeah paranoid losing it and like uh, it's it's Harkons because at the beginning like Harkons were they're mining it and they're getting money mm-hmm. and then now they think that they they're hooked on it so when a start a starties uh, Atreides took over like oh they're gonna attack and, you know he he manipulated the houses and stuff yeah like that. yeah and it's a little it's really scummy but speaking of world building how about the visual effects because it's, it's I mean of, you have a movie where it's especially budge- the explosions right <laughs> yeah where let's see what its budget was 165 million eh, not that bad wow really yeah not all that of that bad. went into visual effects well I mean considering the really big like visually affected part of the movie was when the Harkonians or what the fuck mm-hmm. attacked the planet because they had essentially the Atreides had their whole fleet there yeah and on the ground on the ground you know like sleeping as, as you would assume yeah and they they infiltrated and they essentially destroyed everything blew up everything stuff like that so that's really where I, I see visually like the VFX part of visual effects yeah um, everything else is like just very cinematic and a, a lot of it I could think you could do without just yeah. to like speed this fucking story along <laughs> but other than that I don't really see like that many like visual effects because like the, the shields they have yeah. That's very, like, you could do that easy. Yeah. Um, they did have a bunch of extras and stuff like that, but visually, just explosion-wise, that was really only the only thing I, I, I noticed. Do you think the, the lack of... Because usually when it's those big blockbusters, and this does have the feel of a big blockbuster without the bigness, right? Without yeah. the amount of money. Do you think it, this is a perfect example of using that money wisely? I think so. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of it doesn't really... Like Joe said, the only times where you see these huge cinematic battles is during the huge cinematic battle yeah. not just for you know VA, VA FX effects. it's not like they're building an entire fucking world you know right. they're shooting in a desert and then filling in the gaps right it looks like something I don't know Scotland maybe yeah, I, somewhere in like Ireland and yeah some Ireland something like that Tunisia and shit like that yeah right like yeah. They, how they used to shoot in the old back in the days yeah speak of back of the days you there was one scene where I didn't catch. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a scene towards the beginning of the film, you know, hour two or three or something like that. And um, it, I got the sense that they used footage from, like, the old school film. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they had, like, some some old footage laying around. Because it didn't really show that much detail. Yeah. It was just, like, the, the tiny little ship. And it made me think that the reason I thought that was because it looked very old school it looked like the 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 moon the planet in the background didn't really have all that detail in it it was like a little blurry like if they painted it yeah and then the trajectory of the ship traveled as if it was being pulled on a wire like they did in old school (laughs) i was like hmm that's interesting i wonder if they did i I like more even more props now yeah just because it seems like those days of Star Wars s kind of set design and production value is are gone, are gone yeah, right? But gone. it seems like he uh, takes advantage because it does give a certain look to it, a look yeah. that we haven't seen in in uh, years. And and you bring up another good point: it's scale in this movie. Yeah, like the sense of scale. Like even uh, the burrito ship. <laughs> it's it's like oh cool, it's a burrito ship, and then you see a little speck. Like come out of it, and then it becomes bigger when you get closer down to the planet. And yeah. Like, wow. Like that, they use a lot of like par- parallels and visuals and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was, yeah, it was interesting to, to consider, and it made me think back to um, Rogue One. 
mm. where they did use some of the old school footage. Right. Like, even like, Star Wars. Yeah, Star I mean, Wars. even, uh, oh, like, uh, the beginning. Yeah. Right? We, we get a sense of scale to it, right? Mm. But this one's even, <laughs> like... like <laughs> grandiose. <laughs> right. Yeah. And speak of grandiose, the bad, or as in, like... The critiques of it all. What do you think? My main thing is that it's way too fucking long. It's about two hours and thirty-five oh, minutes. Thirty-five. That's minutes with a uh, credit, so right. like two twenty. Yeah. Or so. Yeah. It's just like okay, I get that. In in the sense that I get that the, the length of the movie does it justice because it is very dense. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of cinematic shots that yeah. I feel like maybe you could you know trim a few seconds here or there like. When they were in the beginning, when they were still on the home planet, mm. like and then he, um, they're about to set off, right? And then they do this like this three minute sequence of him just staring and walking off into nowhere. <laughs> like, what is the point of this? <laughs> right. There's, there's one scene where uh, uh, Paul is going. I think the dad, uh, Oscar Isaac, is at his grandfather's grave. Yeah. Uh, his uh, his dad's grave. And uh, he's walking up to it, up to uh, through the coast. I'm like, oh, this is a nice shot. And then, <laughs> and then it cuts to Oscar, and Oscar waves, you yeah. know, as though there's so many people. <laughs> you know? And then it cuts back to the kid, and then he waves back. He's like, dude, you don't have to have those reaction shots. Yeah, you, know, you can kind of uh, fill in the gap. Yeah, and stuff like that. It's it's very non. Uh, uh, the usual conventions of editing is mm. not really here. No. Right. It plays around with it, like you were t- you were talking about the cross cutting and then the scene mm-hmm. with um where he is uh, consulting with the was, the mother superior right which is perfect is. yeah where <laughs> he he's being tested right on his ability to to use the voice or his powers or whatever whatever like secret shadow organization got going on. <laughs> which is essentially you said it's and it is the Illuminati yeah right? Illuminati everyone knows it but people are afraid to it it's like the court well, of owls well, more, kind of more yeah the more so the court of owls or, or more the the myth mm-hmm. behind the Illuminati mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because like is there some shadowy organization that's out there in the world controlling world governments and shit? I don't know, probably. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, if they, they came out, like, oh, I, I mean, mean, yeah, that's it. I wouldn't and, be surprised. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this this one, it makes it real for that story. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, it, it, it plays around with the editing, and it's very interesting to see, like, stuff that were conventionally taught to be rules where they do break them. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool and interesting way that they did do that. Yeah, there's a especially when he's well, he's essentially like the chosen one. Yeah, let's be real. He's he, yeah, he's Jesus. He's Neo. Uh, yeah. He's Allah, uh, whatever you want. Right, Allah. Yeah. He's he's all across the like. He may be even be the OG, especially when it comes. Dune is one of the oldest mm-hmm. uh, pop culture properties, like the foundation. Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Well, in terms of using the chosen one and like wasn't Buck Rogers? Was the he the chosen one? one? I thought he just like. Stumbled into the alternative <laughs> future just randomly. <laughs> that's fair. That's true. I mean, the show's named after him, right? Who yeah. is it? The show's name And uh, there's one scene where it's like cross-cutting through his visions. Uh-huh. And and for us as an audience, in you know conventional means, we assume that oh, he's seeing the future and this is what's going to happen. But in reality, it's it's the choice is to him still. Yeah. Right. He sees the vision. He sees the canvas, but it's whatever or not he does with it is up to him. Yeah. I also got the the sense, especially toward, at the end, because he we saw the vision where the guys like I will train you, or like I'll teach you the ways of the dead. That's exactly what I was talking and about. He, about. Yeah. He ends up fighting them and kills them. Yeah. So I feel like. The people he sees in his dreams, he's going to one way or another have to essentially murder. Mm. 
for his journey. Because, like, remember when, when in that final scene, that final battle scene, um, you hear in his head, like, you have to overcome. You know, right. you have to progress. Yeah. And then it was the first, and the mom said that he never took in a life. Yeah. So like, he is he was, toying with him? Yeah. Or something? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's never taken life. Right. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's also going to be part of it, where he chooses whether or not he kills him, but either way, the result would be the same. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, oh, I love when you brought up that scene. Yeah. I swear, this is the critique segment, and we're like gushing <laughs> over it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's the whole idea of a killing yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't remember the philosopher at the top of my head. It might have been. Uh, uh, it might have been one of those German philosophers, yeah. but like Nietzsche or something. But it, essentially, you have to kill yourself in order to move over, yeah. move on, right? You know, you you take the conventions you've learned in life, and then you kill yourself, and then you learn you learn them, and you effectively kill you yourself. You rebuild. You rebuild yourself. So this yeah. is effectively what he does. Yeah. And and it's like he hasn't taken a life. So to to paint to tack on on the loss of innocence imagery, there's like a scene where he's learning about uh, a, a not Atreides, uh, Arrakis, which is essentially the Middle East of the galaxy. <laughs> the <laughs> fucked zone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, he's very fascinated with the, the lore of the planet and he, like, he sees a rat. Right? And, then, and then as the movie progresses and it's through the editing, uh, he sees a rat but he doesn't really care about it anymore. And yeah. it's like, there's a lot of symbology to it but back to the fighting scene, he essentially killed himself by killing this man. Yeah. Right? He takes the man, now he, he seems like a different, completely different person at that yeah. point. I like the I like the scene where, right before that, uh, Zendaya 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 how the uh, fuck do you say her name? Zendaya 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 that sounds right Zendaya sure I'll, I'll go with it you're hip um, <laughs> you go outside she says she, um, she gives him this blade that belonged to her aunt that was carved from like a, a tooth of a worm yeah one of those sandworms this creepy yeah. worm thing. Yeah, send a move a roving Sarlacc pit. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Oh my gosh, I, like I, I, I get creeped out by uh, huge monstrous things. You like do. that's why I don't go. I wouldn't not go in the ocean. Really? Because I just imagine a mouth, like <laughs> coming up from the ocean and swallowing me. That that gives me so this really like messed with my head. Even how it looked. I mean, like the uh, I I know tremors, and that's what yeah. the, the war. That's like, where it started, right? That's where that's where <laughs> pretty much. There you go. You found the link of my yeah. trauma, <laughs> but it looks like an eye. Yeah. Right? Even with the bristles, it just mm-hmm. like stares at him. But uh, yeah, this is like, yeah. Well, she she yes. gives him this this blade of the tooth. I of think the tooth. Yeah, yeah made or whatever. Tooth that of is. one of those monster worm thingies, and she says that oh completely writing him off being like oh you're gonna die so it'll be awesome if you if you die with with this blade right. and then he fucks up her friend yeah and then she gives him this look is like I fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> right yeah 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 especially when he's like I don't believe you're Jesus yeah uh, here's a blade of my grandmother uh, die well with it yeah <laughs> that was like super shitty of her like wow already yeah you could tell i don't know why like i'm sure zendaya is a nice you know actress lady whatever she would i chooses to identify herself as Mm -hmm. but as an actor all her um characters that she's portrayed to me at least feel like a bummer yeah, uh, yeah, I, that's very fair. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I feel like it's an overcorrection because I think she has time for Disney. Mm-hmm. Like she was a she was yeah, a, she, she was, was a, a Disney. She was a kid. She was yeah. a Disney kid, right? Yeah. And it, this seems like a real 
a real overcorrection. So like some Disney like child actors when they grow up they're like sluts and crazy they die of drug overdoses right she's just gonna be brooding in all her <laughs> she's gonna her... be brooding right yeah yeah so like I'm sure the I'm sure she's nice whatever moving yeah but she's gonna be pivotal cause she, she's her main his main focus of the dreams yeah so something's gonna happen and then we also kinda see that he stabs she stabs him yeah in right, a, but the in, the, in the way of it's necessary yeah like you need to die or whatever yeah and, and this movie does play around with the it, it's not very it's it's a very straight arrow yeah. right but the stop that we take on that journey towards the end is it's like is it gonna happen it lays the foundation of uh, the next movie essentially yeah right so very how, much so yeah <laughs> so I felt the last hour mm-hmm. is laying foundation for the next three hours so i was gonna ask you what do you feel about it's uh, I I personally don't like it when movies do this. Yeah. Where they uh, they tease the next movie in the middle of the current movie, and not in turn. That's why I like post credit scenes. Right. Okay, you're done. Black. Yeah. Here's the here's next. A here's, tag, yeah. Right. Here's a little tag. But this one's like, uh, and we're ta- we'll talk about structure next. <laughs> but uh, thirty about thirty so minutes. It feels like it's already in the second movie. One foot yeah. in the second movie. Yeah. I mean, it could have easily have ended at the at at. At the end of the the betrayal battle, yeah, and then but no, there was still like another that was the hour. midpoint. Yeah, <laughs> like you're not even close, man. Come on. <laughs> so, I, I I get what you're saying. There are some movies where if they start laying the seats, yeah, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Like let's say a Star Wars, mm. you know, they you go throughout the the, the the lore of Star Wars and they start seating plot points and storylines that probably won't happen in the next movie but maybe in the in the following movie right. stuff like that you know but in this one it was like <laughs> it's just so long it's so fucking long that's the thing yeah. like you said it flew by yeah but that's that's you yeah yeah that's, that's me uh, yeah uh, yeah see it's I felt the Batman was even longer right because mm-hmm. that was pushing three and the Batman didn't start to to lag for me until like there was twenty minutes left. I'll be honest. With you. Yeah, it lagged for you. It, it lagged for me after the Batmobile scene. It's very so hot. That was the most. Awesome it's it's a very high octane scene, yeah. and then it mellows down, right? Yeah. Because it feels like a, a, no offense to the Batman. I love the Batman, but there's a there's a moments where you feel as though that's the climax because it's it's compared to the rest of the movie. It's fairly mellow, and then just a high octane scene, and then it kind of yeah. it builds more. But yeah, I see your point. I, f- I feel like because the the final battle, like the final climactic uh, event in the Batman, which when he blew up the the sea walls, mm-hmm. that wasn't as high octane as the the chase scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Maybe it didn't feel so yeah pivotal. Yeah, it, yeah. it felt tacked on with special. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the Batman, and I do see the parallels in Dune. Dune, where yeah. it's so long, it had like three endings, <laughs> and it just kept going. <laughs> and the yeah. part where it, it where it ended didn't really feel like an ending, you know. If if that was just like you you rearrange the sequences in the film, that could have easily been part of you know act three or four, you know. Yeah. Compared to like the seven or eight act movie, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh. 
it's, it's a movie. I wouldn't say uh, it's too simplistic to say that it will be divided into two camps, obviously. Yeah. But the, the majority of people will either see it uh, as very dragging, which is natural, because it's a very dense film. Super. It's really, I mean, the, the first hour or so is committed to world building. And yeah. personally, I like that because I'm like, I like the lore, especially with sci fi, but for conventional audiences, especially, I, I, I can see them losing interest. Yeah. Quickly. Well, for me, what really caught me, I was more surprised on the story. Hmm. Other uh, acting, all of that aside, like, obviously, there are the standouts. Um, Oscar Isaac. Oh. Jason Momoa. Oh. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Jason Momoa was really good. Usually. I, see, like, did he have to die? No. No, he did not. He did not have to die. But uh, he, I, I, I he went like, out like a boss. Though. Yeah, he did. Oh gosh, dude. it took like seven or twelve of them to take him not down. Not even. It was more like twenty. Twenty, right? The whole hallway is yeah. bathed in blood. There was like a whole a hallway of dead bodies, and like three of them survived. <laughs> right, and no jump cuts. No, it's a lot of long takes, which is like that's my well, key spot. Of they film. jumped to like. To the reactions. To the reactions, Right, yeah. but the whole scene was not the... You know, the, again, the editing is just... It, it allows you to absorb... Okay, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> but uh, there's a movies that Moa is in. It's, he's usually that fairly uh, brooding kind of like... I have a five degree shadow. Mm. And a five, five o'clock? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. You know, he's very like, you know, uh, that Game of Thrones character. Yeah. Right, but in this one, he's so bubbly. <laughs> or something he's very uh, like he's a bro yeah exactly and he doesn't have a beard right he's very military I haven't yeah. seen him too much without like he has like the mutton chops and stuff like that yeah but no yeah you're I right I think he had to nope. die right <laughs> no. like I get it it's your it's your duty it's your honor yeah was it? And like yeah so <laughs> I understand why you did it yeah but the necessity wasn't necessarily there yeah yeah it's something that I hope they played around with the idea of choice yeah. Right. We have the movie has a very clear cut line on destiny and like this is who you're supposed to be and this is how the world is gonna see you. But uh, they don't put into consideration the the choices. Like he told him at the beginning that I saw a vision that you're gonna be dead. Yeah. And then uh, it would have been cool to see some sort of a lead up to that or some sort of a arc to it. But he he dies like we were told. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. we we get to see his fantastic escape where. <laughs> He's all like, away, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh my god. I was like, fuck. If oh. Jason Momoa is coming at me with two fucking machetes. He just I killed am, three of your bros. Yeah, I'm just going to lay down and in the fetal position and you do you. He, he even <laughs> blew up their ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but that's the, awesome. The yeah. pacing and the structure. The pacing of that's That whole sequence of his escape and then his. um his automatic response to like swearing his allegiance. Oh, <laughs> yeah, was that was a beautiful scene. Yeah, I just uh, the set. I paused it. I paused it multiple times. Yeah, I did too. I paused it and I even went back a few times. Yeah, I went back to his speech. speech. <laughs> when, like, it, yeah, it reminded me of like Hellgast's speech. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's it's a scene where essentially uh, they have a a tracker in a little Freeman pack, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, Momoa finds him, and then. Uh, he says that his father's gone, and he can see his signet ring, which is very symbolic because it doesn't fit. Yeah, right? he has it and in his ring finger. No, his pointer. In his pointer, right? Yeah. And then uh, as soon as Momoa finds out that the dad's gone, 
uh, he kneels in, in like in the middle of the set, like my duke. Yeah. Oh uh, my my lord or my yeah my duke. Uh, my lordship. Right? Yeah, my lordship. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> This the, the oh my gosh because conventional sci-fi films they 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 lay the groundwork the, mm. the foundation of sci-fi but they don't reference it anymore throughout the movie no. it's it's to akin of uh, them using a superpower and then you don't see it after because now yeah. it was a plot point the was, one frost breath right <laughs> right right the the one batarang or the one like uh, time cap used the shield to hit someone and it's yeah. never used again it's like why don't you use that ability you used last yeah. time right but this one it, it it sprinkles the lore like even with Momo there's still that sense of uh, lordship that the movie at the beginning made yeah, right. but you also get the sense and feel of the the change in the relationship. Yeah, because for, yeah, for that like short amount of time that they were actually together, as, as Paul was the Duke of uh, Atreides. Yeah, yeah, like in 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 the the scenes they had together throughout the movie, they're like buds. Yeah, like, even brothers. Him, it yeah, feels he like, call, doesn't he call him like little. Yeah, little brother I, I or something think yeah, like he calls yeah, right? little brother like you're getting taller. You know, yeah. he's very loosey goosey with him, but when he becomes a duke. Yeah, it all all of a sudden it's like I'm here to protect you to the death. Yeah, and he he gets a an, an ill got an opportunity to demonstrate that. I guess I guess Jason Momoa has enough money. He doesn't yeah. want to be in the next one, right? Yeah, I mean, we have hope with uh, Brolin. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. I I didn't watch the OG one. No. I don't know. Maybe it's it's sprinkled in, but yeah, it's. Uh, it is sad, and it, it it calls to how good these characters are built from yeah. the beginning into the end. Even uh, the advisor, uh, the short dude, uh, he's like, when they didn't find the assassin. Oh, yeah, he, he renounced immediately. He, 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 re- he resigned immediately. He's like, I don't care. And then Oscar Isaac's like, like, I don't give a shit about your honor. I don't, right, I don't give If you want absolution, go find him. Try to kill my son. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's and I I, see, I recognize the actor Stephen McKinley in other things, but mm. I couldn't like I know he must have been like a bit part where he didn't really get like a major credit. Mm. Like I'm sure he's buried deep deep in the IMDb. Yeah, but I've seen, I've I've recognized him and I've seen him and he's always been good. So props to him. Yeah. Um, and you know what was funny though is when they were flying in the fucking um, the fi- what are they the uh, uh, dragon dragonfly <laughs> helicopter shit that they had and then the mom and the son start talking about their side plans like right in front of everybody right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did find that weird and I was yeah. like oh, like dude he's right there and yeah. like, he has a little thing I was like I mean, he may be deaf like nope no <laughs> I got the sense that he was like scratching his head because like immediately after they finish. He's, he's like, they cuss to him, and he's all like, uh, we're going to go. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't have not heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, so. What do you think, like, because the main villain we find out, you know, halfway through hour four of this movie <laughs> is that the emperor set them up. But the right. emperor is like this great feared man or whatever yeah. entity. Yeah, we don't really know. We they don't really discuss like gender or anything. So yeah. this entity, even like the bad, like the main bad guy in this mo- movie, the Harkonnen. Oh, the Hark- Harkonnens. Harkonnens. Yeah, House Fear of Hark- Yeah, right. So, what do you think he holds over everybody? Like, why is he so? Why is he so feared? And then why is he so afraid of the planet? Right. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, no, I, okay. I have a theory. I don't read. I didn't read the Dune stuff much, but Me if either. it's but if it's anything like how uh, how how Hars- the Sith Lord, <laughs> yeah, how Har- House Harkonnen uh, has a stranglehold, right? How yeah. they they uh, they try to appease the Emperor by marrying him. Mm-hmm. So maybe to that degree, like the Emperor is this uh, techno fascist kind of look that he's he'll basically he'll die. Yeah, but I don't feel as though. Uh, yeah, you'll die because essentially that's what happened to House Astrides, right? Yeah. I think the mom's like, the houses fear what happened to us last tonight. Yeah. Right. Basically being wiped out. So maybe it's it's that sense of, of a military threat. Right. There's there might be a weapon. Maybe maybe there's some sort of a, a stranglehold on the economy. Some something rooted within their financials or something that would affect the house itself that the emperor has control over. Because well, this movie feels like it's something that it's very uh, it's very mirroring the soci- societal era at the time. Yeah. You know, like, grasp power, not just illusions of power. Like, mm-hmm. we will go, you'll go bankrupt. Yeah. Right, something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, and they also, they, they set the fact that the spice trade, like, the, the reason why they, they didn't um, terraform the planet... Mm-hmm was because spice ended up being so valuable and that yeah. they were pulling what 10 billion dollars of spice a day yeah or some shit from the planet yeah so obviously like that's boom you have a stranglehold on financially yeah but i'm i'm more interested in i'm like envisioning mm. some sort of like goo or something that he, he can manipulate <laughs> a brain yeah a brain in a jar. <laughs> like that he could manipulate to like actively fast kill people and shit like that something right. that where he wouldn't hesitate to eliminate somebody on a, on a whim see I, I want to lean towards that too mm. but Dune, Dune especially being not the predecessor right? that was the foundation by Isaac Asimov mm. but uh, that's uh, but Dune being along those that that uh, realm of writers who basically laid the foundation of sci-fi I feel like it's something that's a little more uh, a little bo- more boring. <laughs> a little more boring. Yeah, a little more boring because when uh, the foundation Isaac Asimov, you know, laid down the foundation, uh, no pun intended, yeah. of uh, of uh, the galactic civilization, right? Mm-hmm. That it turns out, oh yeah, there can be a federation, there can be a republic in space in sci-fi. So yeah. this one, I feel like it's along those lines, just like a fruit fly flying. Around. I know, I don't know why, but uh, I have a lot of those at home. Yeah, I hate it, but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be more boring. It's probably just gonna be some uh, some very wealthy dude. <laughs> yeah, who has like who just made the right, who greased the right palms, who made the right uh, political choices. You know, I was I was thinking power. in um, Star Trek Three, the JJ mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. where they have uh, fuck, what's his name, handsome dude, beautiful. Um, not Chris Hemsworth. No, not Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris uh, Pine should be the next Bond. Uh, it's Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah, oh, I can't yes. believe I forgot his name. How Idris Elba. Dare you? Well, you know he used the 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 worker B like communication signal to effectively destroy a federation ship, right? And then he was he was essentially going to destroy the federation. So right, I'm right. thinking something akin to that, mm-hmm. but unchecked. Unchecked. Yeah. 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 I can definitely see that. Then again, that that's like a villain archetype. <laughs> that we, it's it's if this move movie proved anything that traditional uh, conventions that we we're brought up to, which are, aren't wrong, yeah. but that's what we've been brought up with. Uh, it, it's gonna f- fly in the face of it, especially Will when it, it comes. 
Yeah. Because well, it, if it's taking the base source material yeah. from the Doom book series from the 60s, mm-hmm. sorry about okay. that, wouldn't it, it tend to lend to reason that if it's not conventional, then what else is it? Because it's mm-hmm. like the, one of the OGs. That's fair. And conventional in the sense of it's less fantastical. Oh, okay. Right? So like like you said, I could definitely see him being an Idris Alba in Star Trek where he's been wronged. And yeah. then, uh, he's, he's it's unchecked, but he's gotten into a, a seat of power. Mm. Right? But then I can also see uh, something just... A dude, <laughs> some dude with like financial <laughs> holdings, because that that is like in Isaac Asimov's and uh, I, I, uh, Herbert, right? What's the author of this book, dude? It's Death it, from Dune. Let's see. Uh, Dune. something. Oh, it's Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it mirrored the era of the it was in, and that wasn't very. They didn't really worry about the fantastical, more of the foundation of the lore building of it. Like yeah. Even in in this movie, there's not much uh, like extravagant laser fire. There's just cannons. Yeah, right? there's not something that the ships aren't as uh, sophisticated looking. They're burrito ships and egg ships. It's yeah, like, you brought this up in the the them and their use of swords. Yeah. Right. They, they use conventional modern or not even I modern like fucking ancient weapons and right. shit like that. Yeah, and that and that speaks again volumes of what happens when our technology outpaces our growth of combat. Yeah. Do we go back to do we slink back to our traditional sense or do we go develop a weapon that can pierce that and then they develop, develop another shield and they develop another weapon, you know, it's the the arms race, but it makes more sense to use halberds and swords. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I feel like effective hand to hand combat. Yeah. Which is what essentially they they did is they overwhelmed and then they landed and it was down to hand to hand combat. Yeah, you know, they use air superiority to ground them. Yeah, and then from there it was hand to hand, which is most effective is a blade. Yeah, yeah, you know? and then it, it, even when it comes to like technology, like like the traditional hand shields, I feel like would be better than just the one that covers your whole body. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, the the combat that's a great point. Even with uh, the lasers, I mean, there's technology. Do you see they're they're trying to burn through the the door, what's stopping them from using that technology on people? But it's the, sh- the defenses is what's keeping it. You yeah. know, like the arms race sort of deal. But It's interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very, again, it's a very dense film. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot to process, you know. Yeah. And everything could have, every like aspect, every, you know, storyline, every plot, every, every scene, every painting. frame. Yeah. No, but it could have a different meaning to somebody else. Yeah. So, like, we're breaking it down the best we can, you know, with our knowledge of, of, you know, film, however vast or limited it may be. But somebody else could, you know, hosting another podcast could <laughs> could have a completely different take. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm, I feel like most of those takes are boring. Not ours. The movie. Yeah. The take on the movie. Because uh, if any uh, critique we could come back from it, it's, uh, it's very niche. I feel like it depends on the person. Yeah. Right? It's not something that will be sweeping like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Right? Like you said, it's going to be either you uh, you go with it. And that and that's not in the sense of being like, you're dumb or you're lesser. It, yeah. It's the movie that it feels like it will grab, it'll take different perspectives. It'll grab different people. Yeah. Right? So. Oh, man. Yeah, this movie is fucking... <laughs> it's just, it's like, okay, it's... 
it's good in the sense that the story is captivating. The yeah. lore building is captivating. Yeah. Cinema, uh, cinematography wise, it's beautiful. Yeah. Visual effects. Visual, yeah. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. And, but the only thing that I'm having the big issue is is that it's time. Yeah. It's a movie that is so dense already. You know, yeah, I understand why it needs to be the length that it is. Yeah. But it's just, it's maybe because it is so dense. Yeah. Like I said, the Batman, it was longer, but it didn't really seem to like the, you didn't really, well, at least for me, I didn't really feel it until, you know, they caught the Riddler and then there was another half hour to go. Yeah. Which is, uh, that's when we first watched it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt too. Yeah. yeah. But here it was like, okay, they land on the planet, big climactic saving battle, stuff like that. And then, okay. Or what do we got next? Survival. Giant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. Yeah. I feel, Okay. Maybe it would have been best to break up the movie. Mm. Have it be part one, A and B, and then part two, C and D. B-side. Yeah, B-sides. It's just like when when we heard that when they first announced uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Dawn of Justice. Yeah. They had a, initially intended it to be a two-part movie, but then they condensed it down to a one a one movie, which didn't fucking make sense because they were trying to shove so much information so much backstory and everything into the movie that it just overwhelmed it yeah here they don't do that yeah they they, they figure out the perfect way to explain the universe to set up the worlds but I feel like that could have been its own movie on its own yeah <laughs> you know? yeah exactly yeah it feels like <laughs> especially when it comes to like Batman not Batman uh, Justice League yeah. or something along those lines yeah these it feels like Justice League would be a little bit more better in making that foundation yeah but yeah this film it, it does like even taking those cinematic shots away even there's a lot of scenes where uh it's a lot of pretense mm-hmm. a lot of uh not superstition but a lot of you kind of like have to see the, the the story on the actors faces yeah but it's something that it can it feels like it's detrimental to the runtime yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's long i kind of want to watch it again Though. Yeah, I, I'm because like I, I, like I said, I was fucking stoned out of my mind, <laughs> so I feel like I was looking at it through rose colored glasses in mm-hmm, a sense. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to watch it again, but I know I'm not because it's it is two and a half hours long. Yeah, so. it, it is it is fairly long because there's one point where I was like, I'm gonna go get like food real quick, and then like, <laughs> oh, I'm still like halfway through this yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a it's a film that's it's. Do you feel like it? does earn its Oscars rewards well as much as we that's can. this is what I asked you it was like because it won Oscars but it was all the Oscars that they don't televise during the Oscars the one that we care about these yeah. because these a lot of it is what is it OG score Hans Zimmer where we're really big music and like visual effects cinematography production design and editing and most of this was during the commercials yeah or off screen yeah so it's not the stuff that it's generally like cared about yeah. by the general public so it's more stuff that that we will fall in line with yeah you know like if we ever have an opportunity to you know be awarded an, uh, an award it's going to be for these categories yeah, <laughs> much, right? I, I could just imagine uh, the one who like the like cons because they won uh, well, like OG uh, yeah. score right best score and he's just like thank you uh, like the Langley Academy and his like living room and his like pajamas because they didn't even like televise it yeah. or anything like that yeah, yeah it's uh, 
it's a kind of movie where I was very skeptical at the beginning. I don't mm-hmm. know if I said this, but yeah, and I was pleasantly surprised, like like you were. Yeah, I was more skeptical just because of the two, you know, main actors, mm-hmm. uh, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, are not actors that I'm like jumpy excited to go watch yeah so i mean it feels like that's not even our generation of no this is anymore, this is right? for the new generation of people <laughs> oscar isaac is our our generation, our generation yeah. and that's why we're so giddy yeah yeah even the armor okay <laughs> the armor looked cool yeah which when they when they first landed on the planet when the uh atreides yeah atreides first landed on the planet and paul was just walking out with what was essentially like a a, a wool tunic they're just like don't you think you should be wearing armor as well <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Like, I was thinking like yeah like you can taste the fascism yeah. like you can just see how they're like even in every almost in every sci-fi film at least the, the long running ones it's like fascism is the, it's the way to go yeah. like, even how they're all uh, like with the flag bearers even the architecture it reminds me of a, it's not but it reminds me of a, like Hitler's take on Germania mm-hmm. and how it's all concrete yeah, that's very grandiose. Very grandiose, really. and it's it's less grandiose, but it's more. You can see the concrete yeah. influences in yeah. houses, tardies, these places. Yeah, when uh, that whole flyover scene is when they first land, and then they go to their like their palace or whatever it is. It is very. Um, you can see the industrial yeah aspect of the of the of the people yeah. Um, they then they establish that the people who live there live typically live underground. Yeah, like there are a few communities that do live on the surface, but most the majority of them live underground, and they estimate it to be in the millions. Yeah, which is, do you think maybe that's the power to convince like this whole planet to rise up and fight, or mm. maybe there is something hidden within the spice or something? Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> are you are you gonna watch the next movie? Yes, in theater. Uh, no. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's too I, long to watch yeah, it. In theater. It's not just too long. It's uh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I felt more comfortable in uh, my house absorbing this information. Yeah. Than being in a like a, in the theater with strangers. I know as much as it would be like you know very thematic and stuff like that, but I feel it's this kind of movie. It's something that you want to be one on one with. Yeah, you want the time to, if you need to pause it, pause it. Right. If you need to go back, go back. Right. Which is, again, I, that, well, I agree with you. It's a movie where interesting, it would be an interesting experience to watch in the theater, especially like a interactive theaters, like yeah. don't like be 4DX, 4DX and stuff 4DX, like that, just because yeah. the movie lends itself to that. Yeah. But to really soak in all the information, all the lore, everything, you really need to watch it either multiple times or take the time to pause, rewind, you know, watch it at your own pace so that you do absorb it as much, if not everything. Yeah, and I'm hoping the second one doesn't take uh, steps from, like, Four Empire. Oh. Well, the, the Empire, oh gosh, please no. And, like, three hours is pushing it. But, yeah, yeah four hours, I, I would just like, no, thank you. Let's not have an intermission in the middle of the film. Yeah, when films need intermissions, you know you did something wrong. <laughs> but uh, I, well, I just thought... Well, if films mm-hmm. need intermissions and you're not like Lawrence of Arabia, <laughs> then you know you did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I just want to the thought. But uh, I hope uh, they, he doesn't do... Uh, he tried to top himself. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of directors, that, that's the pitfall of it. They try to, to top The sophomore it. slump. Right, Exactly. Yeah. And I hope they don't do this with Dune. Just continue on. The story. Yeah, yeah the story is strong enough and interesting enough 
where you don't have to, you know, put your own stink on it. Yeah. To yeah. <laughs> the road's there. Yeah. No, don't do a Johnson where you know you don't go left. Deviate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the foundation's there. Yeah. Follow the road. <laughs> yeah. So what would you give this film ultimately? Okay. Well, let's see. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to. I just want to find like a, a general basis of what mm. like critics and other people thought. Mm. So IMDb gives it an eight point one out of ten. Eight point one out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes is an eighty three. Eighty three. And Metacritic is seventy four. Mm. I'm kind of right there with them. Really? Yeah. It's the story wise, you know, taking the, what I didn't like, which was mainly the length, mm-hmm. the story, and the 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 acting, the the editing was enough for me to look past that and sit through it yeah was and you know i don't i see i say this as as a as a fan but i i would i'm sure like if you do trim some of that movie it just will just completely fall apart you know there's a reason why movies are designed are, are cut the way they are and did it win the an oscar for editing yeah. So there you go. Yeah. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's 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 totally true. Yeah. Like especially when it comes to, I think the editing was less about the pacing and more about the cross cutting. Mm-hmm. Right. Those scenes where uh, there's a lot of movement and it they're very fluid and then they contribute to the narrative. Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much everything when it comes to the Oscars. As long as, especially the technical awards. Yeah. As long as they contribute to the narrative to some degree, they're multifaceted. Yeah. Having said that, yeah, I agree that the. Even though I gush over it, I'm leaning more towards like a 9.59. Yeah. But that's because that's me. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I like the lore building stuff and I do like those long scenes like the Book of Boba Fett. I love the couple episodes. Everyone hates it. Yeah. Everyone, everyone hates the couple, of, uh, the couple of episodes because it builds on the story that we've never seen. And I love that, but it doesn't need to be this long of take an hour worth of time to get into the story. And then even though the little bit we get... Is for the second movie. Yeah. Right. We don't get even... I, I even counted <laughs> when uh, we see naked Oscar Isaac on the table. That was fucked up. Yeah. That was a fucked up scene. Yeah. The definitely. Dude, he's just like right there eating his food. He's like, oh, you have a wonderful... Like, uh, no, right? <laughs> God. He's like, he's so grotesque. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That happens about hour, 20 minutes in yeah. a two hour film. That's about... Was it hour, 20 minutes? Really? Yeah. That's the was mid- like hour two. The midpoint is about an hour in. Uh-huh. About you know obviously the midpoint. It's about the middle toward, and then about that whole scene is about twenty minutes, and then it's that, and then it's the rest is the family surviving. Oh my god! Right. So, yeah. <laughs> like if you think about it, it's fairly bloated. Like oh, there's a fight scene in the desert for some reason again. Like it, it kind of loses its uh, its uh, step towards the end because the step it feels like it's it's making the other film, the mm-hmm. next film, which I don't like at all. Yeah, I don't like when they do it because you can feel like it's another like okay, show me the next movie. Oh, it's a post credits. There's like nothing. yeah, that's that's the same feeling I got at the end of uh, Force Awakens, mm. where after the big uh, climactic battle on Starkiller Base and Ray goes looking for Luke, it yeah. ends it on the scene of like, wait, that's it. I want more. Give yeah. me more. Yeah, I need more now. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm with this one. I'm like, I'm okay. I could wait another year. <laughs> Even the Batman. I mean, yeah. we've, we've spoken about this verbatim at, towards the end, and we love the Batman, but did we really need that Joker attack no. towards the no, end? No, we didn't, we didn't need it. Yeah. Mainly because I feel like the Joker has been done enough mm-hmm. and done to the extent where how are you going to be able to top it? Because, like, both, well, 
two of the three live action predecessors <laughs> in the past have won Oscars for that performance. Right. How are you, can you possibly top that? The best you can do is equalize. Like get there, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. uh Heath Ledger won for best supporting mm-hmm. and Joaquin Phoenix won for best actor. Right. So like, how are you possibly going to? There, there's like a technical award. Yeah, <laughs> like something. The best joker here. <laughs> so what I did like about this one though was at the end was which essentially was like the final line of the film was where the mom wants to get him off planet. Yeah, but he's like, no, I'm gonna stay here. The emperor sent us here essentially to die, which means he's scared. Yeah, and then that that mirrors what Isaac said when he didn't want to take the mantle. It's like the man, like it's the great power isn't um, you don't choose it; it's thrusted upon you. Yeah. And then if you choose to accept it, then, right? Which is what, which is where the movie ends. Yeah, and yeah. then like even if that isn't more tacked on, Zendaya looks into the cameras like it's all different now. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then it goes into like the credit scene. I was like, oh, all right, just, just <laughs> yeah. let me hang it, but it's okay. Like, and it shows someone riding one of the worms, mm. right? And you're like. Oh, Really? You're like you guys gonna tease me like this? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, if it's any takeaway from this review is that it's it's a beautiful crafted film. It's something Very. that is all of its awards are warranted. The music, the sound, the narrative, even even though it's based on a property, like other things in the movie industry. But this one takes that social that source material and elevates it towards a film medium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's I'm sure there's gonna be like those diehard. Dune book fans that are going to be like, oh, this movie doesn't make the story justice. Yeah, and I'm sure they're right because whenever the transition of uh, a, a medium, a story from like a medium like books, where they do have you know a thousand pages to completely flush out the the story, that's one of the main reasons why I didn't read the Harry Potter books. Oh yeah, because like the first one was like 400 pages, and then by the <laughs> by the end of the last one, it was like 15,000 pages or some shit like that. Yeah, it got, <laughs> it got like, incrementally thicker. Yeah, <laughs> right. like it went from like you could knock somebody out with this book to you could kill them if you drop them But I feel like maybe you know, it, it, should we listen at least listen to an audio version of the Doom books? Uh yeah. To, to like compare and contrast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like no, no. no. You know what? I'll go. I'll go. Fuck I'll it, go no. against the tide. No, because I feel like this movie does a fairly good enough job establishing those foundations. Yeah. Right. The books will elaborate, will elaborate and expand upon them. Like a hit. Maybe there's a history of the dad. Uh-huh. How he rose to power, or something like or that, or even the grandfather, or the grandfather, exactly like what his role in it, even the emperor. Maybe the questions that were left will be answered in the book, yeah. But that's what the book should be, anyway. Yeah, it should be something that would expand on your knowledge rather than regurgitate what yeah. it was on the page so that you can compare, yeah, right. But uh, that's been a review of Dune, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's been fairly it, good ride. Yeah, it was honestly, I was I was surprised. I was surprised how much I would enjoy the film. Same, yeah. same. And while I've been your host Ernesto, and as I've been here with my co-host Joel, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. And we'll see you in next week. When you put me on the spot like that, <laughs> see how you panic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, we'll put the review. We, we, we'll uh, actually, about. I won't be uh, available next. So okay. probably the week after. We'll see you the week after. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah, we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> Take care, good night, and be safe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on Substack and Twitter, 
Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.